Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, happy Pride Month. It's still Pride Month, so happy yes, Pride Month. It is. It is. Um, I guess we need to report back on um, our our little hangout sesh, our beach we, trip. We did, in fact, say that we would come back with, to you guys with an update, and we do, in fact, have an update. Savannah came and visited. Yes, I actually, we actually got to go to the beach this time. Mm-hmm, and we um, swam in the ocean, and it felt so good to be back where I belong in the water. Exactly. I know. I feel like I need to be in the ocean, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just become mermaids. Mm. See, I was debating on if I should go to Winston this weekend or not, because it's one of my friend's birthdays, but I'm like, it's going to be, like, 85 here. Like, I mm-hmm. could be in the ocean. So, yes. you know, we'll have to... That's pending. <laughs> but... You should tell them to come to you. I did. It's... Oh, well, hopefully. There hopefully you go. Hopefully we'll see. Um... But yeah, uh, it was well, it was I, my first swim in the ocean of the year. Yeah, for I mean, me too. Um, I did want to say that when we were in the water, uh, Garrett was with us, and he had he found like five seashells that were huge, huge ones, yeah. huge shells. He and just s- kept picking them up out of the water. We were like, right. "Where are you getting these?" And I was trying to find one. He, this man had he was like rich in the shells. He had like five yes. in each hand. And I was simply trying to find one. And I could feel them, but every time I would go try to get them, I would just get knocked by a wave. And I think his height definitely helped him. Yeah. But I was able to find one thing in the ocean, um, yes. which I had originally thought was a shell. Um, but then when I picked it up, I knew it wasn't a shell, but I knew I had to pick it up out of the water because of how heavy it was. Turns out it was a brick. Yep. A brick. Mm, <laughs> yeah. A big old heavy brick. And now how a brick got in the ocean... It's truly beyond me. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely came off of like a ship. But like, guys, let's stop throwing things in the ocean. Because um, mm-hmm. that's not good. I don't want to step on yeah. a brick. I thought it was going to be a shell. Yeah. I know. Mm, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. And I kept stepping on things. And I was like, is this a crab or a rock? Or I don't know. Oh, yeah. There were, there were lots of rocks where we were. Mm-hmm. And like, they were very sharp. Very, yeah. very sharp. But still yeah. a great experience. It was. (laughs) It was amazing. It was kind of absolutely freezing until we got numb to it. Yeah. See, the tactic that I use is to just run right into the water and then you get used to it right away and you don't, um, you know, suffer through the coldness. Mm -hmm. See, no, I wish I could do that. I wish I could be that person, Mm -hmm. but I can't. I can do it pretty fast. Like, I can get out there pretty. You you have to admit, I got out there pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, Um, you did. But I have to do it slowly. Because mm-hmm. it, like, for some reason, like, extremely cold water, like, really takes my breath away. And, like, if I was to run from zero to 100, like, <laughs> as that quick it, to switch the differences, I think I might actually pass out. Well, so, maybe. <laughs> I have to go slow. But I mm-hmm. did it. And it was so mm-hmm. fun. And I got so sunburnt. Larry the yes. Lobster Red. Yes, I got sunburnt, too. Mm-hmm. But we're 10 now. So that's mm-hmm. all that matters. And that really concludes the beach trip. Yeah, well, actually, while while we were at the beach, um, my sister Victoria was watching my cat, Parm. Yeah, Parmy. And she, um, I mean, she reported back. She was like, oh, yeah, she was fine, you know. Um, she said that she was, like, creepily sitting by the back door at night. Oh, she <laughs> so missed there's that. you. 
and Victoria said it was like kind of creepy, but I think she was just like waiting for me to get home. Early. No, she was definitely waiting for you to get home. I could understand yeah. like Victoria being in that house thinking it was creepy, but she yeah. was definitely just missing you guys. She was like, this looks a little bit like Savannah, but it's not really giving Savannah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and she also, Victoria also was talking to me about, um, she, okay, so she asked me yesterday, actually, what my Hulu login was, and I was like, well, actually, <laughs> I use Taylor's Hulu yeah. login. <laughs> True. Because I guess she was watching Hulu, like, at my house, because mm-hmm. it's on the TV, and uh, she told me to start watching One Tree Hill. Well, see, Savannah, <laughs> see, if I don't know if we've said this on the podcast or if I just said that to you in real life, but guys, go watch One Tree Hill if you haven't. It's yeah, so I good. I feel like we definitely mentioned it. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, so now I have even more people in my life telling me to watch One Tree Hill. So yeah. maybe. And let me I'll go ahead and add chance. to that. Um, <clears throat> so you did only watch like one episode, right? Yeah, like half of Okay, well, first of all, you have to give it at least two seasons. Okay. And two seasons? Okay. <laughs> well, one. The first season is what I'm saying is kind of bad. The second season okay. is where it gets good, um, okay. in my personal opinion. And I made my mom watch One Tree Hill. Shout out. And she was, like, the same as you. She watched, like, a couple episodes and was like, is this about basketball? And I was like, I promise it gets better. I promise it does. And she, I just called her right before we started recording. And she was like, Taylor, I'm just so mad. And I was like, why? And she was like, at one of the characters' names. I won't list who it is. And I was like, wait, do you mean from One Tree Hill? Because I didn't know anybody else, like, in my life with that name. So I was like, are you talking about One Tree Hill? And she was like, (laughs) yes. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize you started watching it again. She said, Taylor, I literally can't stop. Oh, my God. I know, man. I tried to tell you. It's so addicting. Okay. Well, I got to get into it then. You do. And for anybody else out there, please go watch it. It's so good. And it was filmed mm-hmm. in Wilmington. That's where I live. Yeah. So it's really yeah. cool for me. Wow. Not the One Tree Hill plug. I, I know, right? <laughs> um, um, yeah. But other than that, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but I don't really have any other intros if you want to go ahead and get into your story. Okay, okay. So this one, we I feel like we've been waiting to do this for a while, and I really even thought that we already did it. I'm so excited um, to know. Yeah, it's um fairy rings. Fairy rings? Or like a fairy circle? Yes, same thing. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I know, excited. like, doesn't it seem like we already did that? We didn't do it yet. No, we definitely didn't do it yet, but I think that we had talked about it in, like, very briefly in one other story. Yeah. And we were yeah, like, we true. need to cover this one day. Well, the yes. day is here. Yes, it is. So, fairy rings, um, also known as um, elf rings or pixie rings, fairy circles, elf circles, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Many um, types of circles and creatures. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they are perfect circles of mushrooms in the woods. <laughs> so, so cute. Yeah. Um, which is already like, it's just crazy that they can grow in a circle like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Magical. Um, so yeah, it's like just a naturally occurring ring of mushrooms. Um, and that, first of all, just reminds me of Spiderwork Chronicles. 
Oh my gosh. It's I, in that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I was obsessed with the Spiderwick Chronicles. Yes. I have every single book. Yes. Um, I'm, I was trying to think of any other like movies that it was in, but I really think I'm just picturing that. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I don't know any other movies that it's in. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, these, these rings, some of them are small and they actually start off kind of small, but they can be up to 600 meters in diameter. So they can get huge. Wait, okay. Did you do the math of how many feet that is? (laughs) I can do it. So there's, um, isn't there three feet in a meter? Um, you know, I don't know math. (laughs) I don't even know why you're asking me. I was going to do the math, but then I didn't do it. <laughs> well, you should have known I was going to ask. Okay, so 600 meters. Actually, no, I think is, I think I do have it right here okay, well, in my next thing. Nine, no, 1,968 feet. Okay, yeah. So, okay. So, a ring found in Belfort, France is the largest that has ever been seen, and it measures approximately 2,000 feet. So, that's yeah. probably the exact measurement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's humongous. Or, like, from there to 2,000 feet. Yeah, like, something around there. 2,000 um, feet? Yeah. That's crazy. Humongous. I can't even picture that for real. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, How would they you even be measure the other that? side? I don't know. It took them forever just to get across. Yeah. And how can you even, like realize that it's a circle that's what i'm saying like it's it's like maybe from like google earth (laughs) maybe i don't know (laughs) so it's also this the oldest one guess how old it is Mm, i'm gonna say very (laughs) 700 years old oh wow okay i was gonna say like 150 yeah 700 years old in france so that is crazy. And they're still thriving and, like, alive? Yeah. And That's... it just comes back every year bigger and bigger because they start wow. off small and they get bigger. Wow. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's somewhere out there in France, in Belfort, France. Um, so, yeah. Um, these rings are caused by fungus growing underground. The mycelium which is like the roots is underground and it's basically like a mushroom spore will fall in a good spot and it grows mycelium which is like the vegetative part of a fungus and it spreads out in like an underground network of really small fine threads called hyphae um and then they like grow mushrooms and so it's like it, what it sounds like is like the center one spreads out and then that's how you um, yeah, it like creates all of its little babies in a circle yes exactly that's cool so yeah that's, so that's so just cool. crazy to think about how huge that is when it's like all connected back to one thing in the middle maybe mm-hmm. because, hmm. wow um so yeah like i said before they they start small but then they get bigger with age and they're most common in woodland and grassy areas. And the best time for them is late summer to early autumn. Um, and they appear after wet weather most of the time. Which, you know, makes sense with mushrooms. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I guess we're, we're coming up to 
Uh, fairy circle season. Fairy circle season, guys. It's coming around the corner. Late summer, so in a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can also cause uneven grass growth. So, like, it's higher. The grass will be, like, higher where the mushrooms are and lower all around. So there's, like, sort of a circle of grass. If you, if you know what I'm yeah, I, picturing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um... So, yeah, that happens um, when the mushrooms, like, aren't there. Um, can cause, like, a ring of grass. And they also um, can cause vegetation around them to just die off, too. Mm, so, interesting. Yeah. So they can be thriving, you know, and then there's just, like, dead stuff, dead plants all over the place around them. <laughs> and... Rabbits also help the growth of fairy rings. They will like eat the grass and cut it short, which helps the mushrooms grow. And also the rabbits, like their droppings are nitrogen rich, which really helps the soil for the mushrooms. So that's so cool. The circle of life. It really is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm actually thinking now i'm like am i gonna see any fairy circles in my backyard because i see bunnies back there sometimes mm-hmm. i was gonna wait for this but i have fairy circles in my yard really yeah and i have bunnies and i okay so i don't know if one is starting right now but i think it is i think it's a very baby fairy circle i'm gonna have to go outside and see after we record mm-hmm. see if i would have known you were doing that i would have went before but yeah um yeah, there is, I think, I think it's already starting, which is very early. You know, we're mm-hmm. not in season quite yet, but I too have a lot of bunnies. So yeah, well, that's cool. I didn't realize there was a correlation. Yeah, yep. And I also have yeah. very uneven patches of grass. Yeah, so that, yeah, that definitely could be a correlation too. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's actually also 60 species of mushrooms that can grow in fairy rings. Whoa, that's cool. I was going to, I was going to ask that. If yeah, it was just like one kind. Yeah, it's a bunch of kinds. That's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are actually poisonous. So noinks. Yeah, hope so that's... don't don't touch them just in case. Mm, hope that's not the ones I have. <laughs> um. Okay. So what you've been waiting for? All the folklore and stuff behind the fairy rings. Yeah, where are the fairies hiding? Yes. Um. So. Do you, do you sort of know any, any like superstitions and stuff about fairy circles, fairy rings? Um, you know, I definitely don't, but I know a lot of people who do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only because like, like, I have some like family friends who would come over and like build, like create little fairy circles, like in gardens or like try to plant them themselves, which I don't know if that's necessarily the same thing, but apparently mm-hmm. they're supposed to bring good vibes. From what at least I've heard. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see if that's true with all the stuff I looked up. Um, Have you ever walked inside one is another thing. Um, Yeah, I definitely have. Okay. Well, well, I'm I'm just going to leave that there and keep going. Okay. (laughs) So the first, I, I have like a bunch of different like cultural um superstitions and folklore and stuff broken up so the first one i have is english and celtic um and they believe that the fairy rings are caused by fairies or elves dancing in a circle i love that 
theory. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cute. Um, but they also say that if humans joined the dance, that they would be punished by the fairies and forced to dance until the ring or in the ring until they passed out from exhaustion. <laughs> Yikes. Why do they yeah. not want to share in the fun? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But they're like, if you get in this ring, you, they're going to make you dance. <laughs> they said, do you want to dance? Maybe you're going to dance. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but also, if you enter the ring, um, get in the circle, whatever, you might be able to see the little creatures, the fairies or elves or whatever. Mm, so it might be worth passing out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It just depends on what you want, I guess. Well, we all know I want to see them. It, yeah, true. Maybe you can you can test out this theory for us. Yeah, I'll take one for happens. the team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might not want to after I keep explaining what people believe that, happened. That's true. True. We're, but, we're, we're just now beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, moving on to German folklore. Uh, in German uh, legends, they are known as witches' rings, actually. And... They believe that it is the place that witches dance on uh, Walpurgis Night, which is a spring celebration that takes place six months before Halloween, so halfway to Halloween, on April 30th. Oh, I love that, and I hate that I miss that day to celebrate. I know, I know. I read that. I was like, we missed it. We didn't get to celebrate. Oh, so sad. Next year. Yes, exactly. Um but anyways, so they believe that like witches dance there on that night and entering on entering um, a fairy ring on this day or or on Halloween is very bad luck and even can be dangerous. Ooh. So they say they also say do not go inside. <laughs> so that's two cultures so yikes. far that they're like, do not go inside. Big yikes. Okay, so moving on again to Austrian folklore. This one's really cool. They believe that dragons create the fairy rings. Okay, I know I've said I liked every one, but this one's my favorite so far. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, they say that they burned the, like, circle into the ground with their tails. So, that's cool. Um, cool. And... Apparently, once a dragon creates a circle, nothing but toadstools will grow there for seven years. Wow. So, I guess what they believe is, like, they burn a hole in the ground and then they, like, the mushrooms sprout up from that. Mm-hmm. So. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds plausible to me. Totally believable. Yes. Uh, okay. So, next one is Dutch. Um, and the Dutch, they believe that the circles show where, like, the devil... Apparently, the devil, like, churns his milk there. <laughs> okay. What the heck is that supposed to mean? Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. But they're like, <laughs> he has his milk churn inside oh, the circles. <laughs> okay. And also, any, like, livestock that gets, like, enters um, a fairy circle will suffer like their their milk will sour uh, that's just so rude. you can't yeah you can't let your cows in there these fairies do not like to share at all i know right like, mm -hmm. well that might be like the devil's doing i don't know oh yeah true i don't know sorry when you said yeah. the devil and like a hole i was gonna think it was bringing me back to like the devil's um 
whatever it's called, uh, like where he would like use it as a portal. That's what I was assuming you were going to yes. say portal and not um, a place where he turns his milk. So, yeah. You yeah, really I know. That caught one caught me off guard. Yeah. Caught me off guard on that one. <laughs> yeah. And it says just like any livestock. So I guess like any milk producing oh, yeah. livestock, don't let them in there because not just their cows. milk will be sour. So rude, fairies. So rude. I know. I know. Uh, so the French legend says that fairy rings are guarded by giant bug-eyed toads. Mm, disgusting. Yeah, you would never catch me near one of them if that was true. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, I yeah, hate so frogs and toads. Yeah, like are the ones in your yard guarded by toads? Not by big toads, but definitely frogs. <laughs> definitely there's yeah. frogs out there. Well, maybe there's something to it. I don't know. I mean, I guess there is something to, like, frogs and toads being near mushrooms, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, like, is that just, like, the climate they both live in and thrive in? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or is it magic? Um, we we don't know. I mean, they're guarding it, so I don't <laughs> know. And the French also believe that... um they will curse anyone who like violates the circle. So Yikes. these frogs, they pro or the toads, I mean, um, they protect the circle and they're like, anybody who's like gonna ruin this circle, we're gonna curse you. What I'm hearing from this is that the reason that I'm cursed is because I walk through a fairy circle. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. The toads decided to curse you. They would, and they would. Yeah. Did you, like, kick any of the mushrooms or you just, like, walk through it? Listen, okay. I have a really big problem where I know a lot about mushrooms because some of my friends know a lot about mushrooms. And so um, some mushrooms, if you don't know, when you rip them open, they change color from, like, the oxidation of, like, the levels of some kind of science facts. And so my favorite thing to do is rip mushrooms open to see if they change colors. So not only okay. did I definitely step in the middle of some fairy circles, I definitely ripped some mushrooms up as well. Okay, so you're definitely cursed mm -hmm. is what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good for me. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's move on from that one then. Yeah. Um, in the Philippines, uh, the lore is that fairy circles are associated with small spirits. What does that mean? Like children or physically small? I see. Like, I couldn't get much more detail on that one. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm get like, maybe. Or maybe just, like, the spirits of the fairies. I don't... Oh, okay, yeah. Small spirits. Yeah, and... that might be it. Yeah. Um, and in the UK, um, actually in Northumberland, which is in the UK, um... To investigate a fairy ring, you run around it nine times under the full moon. <laughs> okay. And if you accidentally add a tenth circle, um, it said, in quote, um, evil will befall the runner. Yikes. So, so you basically, better know you how get to count. Cursed. Yeah. Yep. But I don't know why, like... Why do you want to run around it nine times? It says to investigate. Right. Like, does that make you be able to see the fairies? Or I don't know. It's just Maybe it makes you see the fairies because you're so dizzy. Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm saying if I get to nine times, I might accidentally add a ten. Oh, definitely. It also depends on, like, how big the fairy circle is. Yes, Like, if we're talking about, like, the biggest one in the world, girl, we're going to be here for a minute. Yeah. But, like, the one in my yard is kind of small. So, like, I, I I could do the nine. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, okay, so we have a few more here. So, Welsh legend, uh, they say that time is different in a fairy circle. So, the Welsh, they really, this one I I like a lot too. Um, they say that when, that you could dance in a fairy circle for minutes and actually, in reality, be there for days or weeks in, like, the real world. That's crazy. Yeah, so time, like, works way different. And if you leave the circle, like, if you somehow are able to leave it, then it could shock you so much that you would die. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they also say that these rings are good luck. Um, They're good fortune for growing crops and um they also allow livestock to feed nearby to like you know help them live longer Mm -hmm. and it it is said to improve fertility and fortune Mm -hmm. but like just don't go in one and you're good well then that would like explain why my family friend had my mom put a fairy circle in the garden so that the garden would grow yes exactly so so yeah, they're like really good luck if you just leave them alone. <laughs> For sure. It's like just have it there, but don't go in it or do mm-hmm. anything with it. Um, okay, so Native American um, legend, they, um, they attributed the appearance of fairy rings to dancing bison, which is really cute. Uh, the large rings made by adults. Um, adult bison and the smaller ones were made by calves so oh that's that's really cute adorable Mm -hmm. that one has like a sort of this like the same vibe as the dragon one i think yeah yeah yeah, for sure so so yeah those are some different legends around the world um in other places you will um if you enter a fairy ring you'll lose an eye (laughs) um okay how that's horrifying uh it just says you'll lose an eye i don't know okay that's so scary (laughs) in some cultures uh some cultures believe that these rings are a portal to another world Mm -hmm. so that's cool others say that mushrooms the mushrooms are like a dinner table for the fairies oh i like that idea cute cute um, and some say that they bring good luck and they're a sign of a fairy village that's, like, underground. Oh. So maybe, like, the fairies are the ones who are bringing the good luck. I don't know. Um, and many people say that you should never step into a fairy ring because you may become invisible or become trapped there forever. Yikes. Which didn't happen to you, so no, I don't know. <laughs> I am still here. Yeah. Somehow. Maybe that one wasn't strong enough. Yeah. Or maybe, like, those fairies, like, they just didn't care enough. They're like, mm, yeah. we don't really want her. 
Maybe. Or maybe they were just having like a chill day and they were like, you know what? We vibe with her. She can dance in our little fairy circle. Yeah. 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 Maybe you caught them on a good day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're going to you're going to like this next one, though. Uh, in like today's day, um, UFO enthusiasts claim that the rings are like a response to an alien spacecraft having landed in that spot. So, so I was I gonna know. actually bring that up, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know if you were going to, but um, I was gonna wait till the end. I was wondering because I've actually heard that before. Um, where don't know, but yeah, it is a theory out there. Um, however, as much as I want to believe aliens, I think this one's I'm gonna be leaning on the side of science. I, think, I mean, a lot of them are really small, too, so I don't know. Yeah, but maybe those. it's, like, a little one-man spaceship, you know? True. I don't know. Or, okay, so you're leaning on the side of science, but to be, like, you know, just to fight with you a little bit, um, <laughs> what if they are, like, the science behind it is true, right, but what causes them to start growing is the spaceship. Mm, yeah, because we don't know space technology. That's a very good point. Hmm. You Like, they, you know, they drop make. something off. And yeah. It, yeah. Or, like, their, like, exhaust from, like, their gas or whatever just, like, plants mushrooms. Yeah. I mean, yeah. truly, who knows? Aliens, if you're out there, we would love to know. That would mean one was in your yard. <sighs> okay, guys. I've been reaching out. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll have some action soon. Yeah. <laughs> Could. If, if it was an alien. But you know what? Even if it's a fairy, I would love to see a fairy, too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that would be cool. Or, like, a little elf. A little elf. Okay. Mm, I don't know why little elves scare me. <laughs> they, they, like, freak me out. Like, the same, kind of, like, gnomes kind of scare me. Yeah, same vibe. Same vibe. Same vibe. I don't really like it. So you you wouldn't mind like a little fairy flying around, but like a little elf guy running around, you mm-hmm. don't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can I can get on that. I I know. I don't know why. I just imagine fairies to be nicer, even though I know historically they're not nicer, really. Yeah, like I'm telling you right now, they're trapping yeah, people in these circles. No, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just. They're just cuter. They're just cuter. I think that's what it is. Also, we like glorify fairies you know like from yes, movies today so that's, that's what i picture like tinkerbell yeah exactly like i would love to meet tinkerbell are you kidding me that's, if, yeah, if tinkerbell true. was in my front yard doing the fairy circle however if it's these evil fairies mm, i'm good yeah yeah true i don't know i i don't think i would want to meet a fairy i don't know maybe i would um okay so i have a little bit more here so like i said before like you should not touch mushrooms either really because a lot of them can be poisonous so just like if you're going to because i know you said you pick them up and like break (laughs) them apart and stuff yeah but just like make sure you know what kind they are before you pick Mm -hmm. them up i promise i don't just pick up any mushroom like my friend dina you know we've dina's been on the podcast before her dad is literally a scientist who studied mushrooms for so long he knows every kind of mushroom that's out there well there you go Um, okay so Luckily, when I'm on my mushroom adventures, he's normally there to be like, Taylor, don't touch that one. Normally, yeah, he's actually yeah. there to be like, hey, Taylor, that's one that changes colors. 
So Ooh. Okay. That's yeah. my favorite kind. Um so okay. I let's let's get into like the the bad part of these. I mean, I kind of already talked about some of the bad part, but um, in some of the legends I talked about, you can get trapped inside of one of these fairy rings, right? Mm-hmm. And to get out of one, you need some, like, outside intervention. You can't really, like... It's hard to get out of one on your own mm-hmm. if you okay. get trapped. Well, that's scary. Yeah, so that's why a lot of legends and stuff are like, just don't go in one. Um, that's like I think one of the most common things I've heard before I look this up is like you're not supposed to go inside of a fairy circle. Um, so in the early 20th century in Wales they said that you could cast a cast wild morgum and thyme which are they're both herbs um like throw them into the circle to confuse the fairies and then make your escape. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm not really sure what morgem is. Me neither, but um, I know what time is. Morgem. Yeah, I don't know but why time. they're scared of that. Yeah, is the question. But I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like if I'm really thinking about it, could you just throw any sort of thing in there to confuse them? <laughs> Right. I mean, I would be pretty confused if it started raining, like, big green leaves or something. Right, right. Something with, like, a strong smell, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Or, like, very colorful, maybe. Yes. Or both. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's one way you can get out. Another tactic is to have somebody come rescue you by, like, touching you with iron. Um, interesting. Why iron? Yeah, so I guess um, if you have, like, an iron rod or something, right, and the other person, the person who's, like, in the circle, they're touching it, then they'll be able to break out of the circle somehow. Interesting. That, like, that, like, breaks the barrier. I don't mm-hmm. know. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that'll work. And another another way, which is like probably the simplest way. I mean, I guess throwing time in is pretty simple. Yeah. But another simple way is like you can just be like uh, pulled out by somebody on the outside. And basically the way that they said to do this is to tie a rope on yourself. Okay. And the other person like pulls you out, pulls the rope and pulls you out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so. Would you try that if we See, had a rope in a fairy circle? Um, I mean, if I couldn't get out. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get out the normal way. True. Know. Would you pull me out? Nope, leaving you in there. Ah, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just meant, like, would you go in a fairy circle if we came across Oh, oh, oh. Um... I don't know. I don't know. Like, all of these legends, like, the fact that so many different countries have these legends mm-hmm. saying not to go in them is kind of like, yep. maybe I shouldn't. Probably I not a good time. <laughs> to be fair, I don't really know if I knew about the rule before I went in the fairy circles that I did. Yeah. So, see, like, like, does that count? Because I don't know. I think does it what count? Because I didn't know. Well... I feel like it still counts. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you were fine. Like, yeah, I don't well, know. 
Maybe. You might have gotten cursed. Yeah. You know, I've always said I'm, I'm cursed. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that's all I have about fairy circles. But yeah, like I'm actually hoping that one grows in my yard this year. I'm, I'm excited I to really, look out for them. I really hope one does too. Or like definitely if not in your yard, at least like in the back like woods. Yes. Um. I'm going to have to go out there and go hunting. Mm-hmm. Hunt go hunt. Them. Yeah, but you got to be careful because you don't want to step inside of it. I know. Accidentally. I yeah. Wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Well, that's you have to very... You have to uh, take a picture of the one in your yard and we could post that. I will. I will. But well, tragically, do you know what? Huh? I just remembered. <clears throat> I think that the fairy circle may be no more because <gasps> I think that my roommate just mowed the grass. Oh, Dang. um, and we weren't gonna mow around the mushrooms, um, but it grows back immediately. It always yeah. does, so okay. probably won't take well, too long. Okay, she didn't get chopped either. Hmm. No. Nope. Interesting. Well, Maybe she got cursed too. You know what's interesting though is I think that she said like the battery died, <gasps> and I was like, oh, oh right. I was like after the mushroom. The fairies. It was the fairies. They were like, get out of our circle. They're like, we respect this is your house, but like, this is our circle. Yes, exactly. Oh my God. (laughs) I love that you had. Oh, go ahead. That's like another thing. Maybe since it's like on, like, in your yard, they're not going to trap you, but they're like, we're going to curse you instead. Exactly. Like, something bad is still going to happen because obviously you're in our house, but we share land, so. Mm-hmm. It won't be as bad. Yeah. 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 That's my guess, too. That's my guess, too. But I love how you had, like, kind of um, a, a global story, I would say. You know? Everywhere around the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was very, like, Europe-focused. True. But, but, yeah. But, like, a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And I, too, have a global story for you. Ooh. From literally everywhere in the world. Um, So, I have... The legend of the boogeyman. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> oh my gosh. Creepy. Um, I feel like every single person in one way or another has heard about the boogeyman, a boogeyman. Like if you haven't heard of the boogeyman, you've probably been hiding in a closet with the boogeyman and just didn't oh my know. God. You Scary. know. <laughs> but Okay, um, I do actually have a story about the a boogeyman. boogeyman. Oh, let's hear it. Well, kind of. I don't know if I've already told you this. Um, it really has to do with the, the movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, yes. So, when I was, like, younger, I went to, my family, we went to California to, um, I went to, like, Disney, um, in Anaheim, and they had the Nightmare Before Christmas ride. Mm-hmm. And in, like, the little waiting area before you got on the ride... They, like, put you in this room, and the lights turn off, and the boogeyman, like, from the movie, um, talks over the speaker, and I was terrified, <laughs> and I've been so scared of it ever since. <laughs> the man is scared so of the boogeyman. Yes, that's what I, like, <laughs> uh, think of every time I hear, like, somebody say boogeyman. That's so I'm funny. Like, oh, my God. And I, I just really... remember, because I think I was, like, literally, like, five years old, and that is not... That is scary. That is a scary thing for a five-year-old. It is. I used to be very scared oh. of that movie um, when I was yeah. little. 
It's a scary one. Yeah. And yeah, I'll talk about it later too. I did. It's in my notes. Um, oh, okay. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, in fact, immediately after recording last week's podcast, I went and saw um, the new Boogeyman movie. It's called The Boogeyman. Um, and so I was like, let me use that as some inspo. Um, I, you know, as a movie review, I would give it a solid five out of ten. Wasn't that great? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't that great either. You know, I'm a yeah. harsh horror movie critic. What can I say? But yeah. um, the main, but I will say, however, the main monster, you know, the boogeyman, was so creepy looking. Like, oh, there, like, while I did not think it was a great plot line. He was very scary to look at. And there were some, like, very disturbing scenes with... It's just so creepy. Um, But anyways, the movie aside, the Boogeyman has been a legend for so long. And there are so, like, so many different versions. Probably more than any other um, topic we've ever talked about. Like, I could probably have talked for three hours about all the different kinds of Boogeymans. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's kind of like its own category. Exactly. Like, it's kind of up to you what you think a boogeyman is. So, Hmm. it's like a big umbrella of different kind of, like, boogie people, if you will. Okay. Um, So, yeah, let's just jump right on in. Um, The word um, bogey, like B-O-G-E-Y, originated in the mid-19th century and it means devil. Um, so. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, See, I was man. just going to ask that. Like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And that. Huh. Yeah. So that's one way. I'll, and so um, this is. At first, I'm going to tell you, like, the English version of the boogeyman. Yes. And then I'll get into some of the other countries. Boogeyman. And they also have words that mean other things that. I mean, pretty much the same thing. But. Okay. You'll see. So, but in English, it does translate to devil or sometimes, like terror or even scarecrow so you know no, nothing really good though no no good words um but just depending on the language um and in old english it means a frightening specter so that's great oh, that's creepy <laughs> that's so great um tales of the boogeymen go all the way back at least recorded anyway to the early 1400s so, that's, like, big back. <laughs> big old yeah. story. Yeah. Um, also, sorry if you hear some rumbling. There's a really big storm going on outside right now. And the thunder is, in fact, shaking the house. So, oh, wow. if you hear something, we're good. Um, just yes, thunder. Stay safe out there. <laughs> I know, it's just thunder. Maybe it's the boogeyman coming after me. Um, <gasps> he's like, don't talk about me like that. <laughs> um, anyway... So let me tell you what the boogeyman is said to look like. Now, of course, there are many versions, as I already said, but they all seem to have at least these qualities. So they're all said to have either claws or talons for fingers, very sharp teeth, teeth, and often resemble other animals. Now, there are tales of boogeymen who are actually like human looking, but also animal looking. So, there's both. See, I was going to say, like, I'm already reminded of Slenderman. Yeah, that's what it's giving. That's what I picture when I think of Boogeyman. is like Slenderman, literally. But just, like, inside, not outside in the woods. And Um, then the, um, 
the fact that you said animals that is like skinwalker vibes. yeah yeah it's disgusting and it also makes me think like what if all of these creatures that we always talk about are just all one creature with just a bunch of different variations and we just ugh, they're just all around us yeah ah it's huh. so creepy it's so creepy it really disturbs me um so hopefully you know that's not the case um so let me see i lost my spot okay so in a lot not every story but a lot of stories um it's also said to have horns or hooves to kind of look like a deer or a horse but like at the same time not really so which is interesting because that's what it was pictured as like in the movie the boogeyman it was kind of like a spider kind of like a deer kind of like a human with hands it was it was like a lot of different animals and human in one kind of situation going on um in the movie and that's kind of the vibes that everybody else is saying too they're like we don't really know what the heck this thing is it's just a jumble of things (laughs) okay (laughs) which is creepy um very very creepy so basically there are three main legends or like three main types of boogeymen in the world so the first is that um the kind that punishes misbehaved children so this one you know is used as a scare tactic to scare kids into listening to their parents and doing the right thing you know we see that a lot with legends which is just super annoying um yes and i feel like this is the most common type of boogie right Right. Like, I, I don't know if my parents ever told me that there was a boogeyman, like, in the closet that was going to get me. In fact, I feel like I was afraid of it, and they had to be like, there's no boogeyman in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think my parents But, like, obviously that. that fear came from somewhere. Like, I heard the story somewhere that I thought there was a boogeyman in my closet or whatever. Yeah. Or, you like, know? under your bed. Yeah, under my bed, because I don't even have a closet. So, definitely under the bed. Ooh. <laughs> My parents would be like, Taylor, you have 100 purses under that bed. There's no way a boogeyman would be able to fit under there. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. I think he... he Growing def- up, um, I had a bunk bed and I was on the top. So um, my sister was on under my bed. <laughs> mm, did you feel safer from the boogeyman? Uh, I guess so, yeah. Well, that's good. Maybe that's the answer, guys. Get yeah. a bunk bed. Um, <laughs> funny. Um, so... Let's see here. Oh, okay, okay. So the first was the one that likes to punish misbehaved children. The second is those that like to protect the innocent, which I had never heard of. That kind of boogeyman before. Um, like a good boogeyman. Um, I've never really heard of a good one either. Me neither. Um, but those boogeymen are said to still hurt people. Let's not get oh. let's not get it twisted. They're still hurting people, but uh-huh. and eating people. But they're only punishing those who are guilty. So like that's how um. they protect people is by taking out the bad people. Okay. So you know the good boogeyman is like just a little vigilante guy, you right? Know, right. Kind of low-key stand him. Um, and the third, of course, the um the typical boogeyman, the one that loves violence and loves being scary. And it's said to love the taste of children and likes to haunt them down because the more scared they are, the better they taste. Oh, oh mm-hmm. so this is different than the first kind. Well, it's kind of the same, but I think people are just like referring to 
some people use it as a scare tactic versus some people actually believe that it's real. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so when I tell you that there are boogeymen all around the world, I'm not kidding. As I said, I could be here for hours telling you stories about a boogeyman everywhere. Even on the list, like, of some of the websites, they're saying, like, the Jersey Devil is considered to be a boogeyman. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, makes sense, you know, like a mishmash of animals cre- to be a creature just living mm-hmm. out in the woods. Um, so, you know, he's a boogeyman. Um, there is a boogeyman in Japan called the Namahaj or the Namahaje not sure um and it said to take away children who are lazy or cry too much and specifically um that boogeyman will come on new year's eve to collect the children who have been lazy or crying too much that year (laughs) oh wow so you have to be like good for santa and then you have to be good Mm -hmm. for gotta be good for the boogeyman creature too yep yep um yeah so and, you know, if you look at the media today, obviously, so many boogie people. The Nightmare Before Christmas, like you were um, just talking about, there's um, Oogie Boogie, who is the boogeyman. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Movie. Creepy. <laughs> you think he's creepy? I think he's, like, the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's not as bad now, but I used to be so scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know. I was never scared of him. I was scared of, like, Jack Skellington. Why? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I think. See, I think. Another thing, like, the the ride at Disney definitely scared me. But also, like, I think I was watching this movie um, in our hotel, like, right before, too. Oh, yeah. So, so you were in the like, spooky vibe already. Yes. Yes. And I was just, like, not, not about it. And I think that might have been, like, me not ever wanting to watch scary things and, like... <laughs> And now still here we to are. This day, yeah, <laughs> I still don't watch scary things. You Except don't. I can watch that movie now. Like I like that now because yeah, you know, it's I mean, scary yeah, it's not, to kids, but it's not, not scary funny, anymore. But. It's it is in fact a children's movie. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a very cute movie now. For but, sure. But yeah, so like, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So. In most variations of the boogeyman story, um, it says that the creature, no matter in my, like the version that I always heard, I always thought like a boogeyman was inside of the house, but in most of these, it can be inside or outside. It doesn't matter. Um, so most stories say that this creature lurks in the darkness and doesn't like the light at all. So no matter really where darkness is, is like, that's where it can live. Like that's the space that it lives in. And that's the variation that the movie the boogeyman that just came out followed too um so i mean no spoilers of course it just came out i'm not gonna spoil it but this creature would only look around in the darkness and then preyed on people who were like afraid of the dark so hopefully none of you guys are afraid of the dark out there because that might make you a magnet to the boogeyman um i'm not afraid of the dark um not really i definitely used to be oh me too me too. In fact, I used to sleep with my lights on. Oh, yeah. Or like a little nightlight. Full Just lights. fully on. Like at least one. Oh, wow. Like you know how many lights I have in my room. Yes. I've yeah. always been like that. Had yeah. like a million different lights in my room. At least one would have to be on. Hmm. But now I'm so drastically different. I'm a changed person. I have It has to be complete darkness. Like even if like if I see the TV light, like the power light on, 
which is it's on either way. It's either blue if it's on or red if it's off. Like I have to cover it with tape. That's oh well, a whole another story. Yeah. <laughs> but, so needless to say, I'm not afraid of the dark. So the boogeyman hasn't got me, not yet. Anyway. See, this is like only hurting me because I <laughs> <laughs> I get scared. I do get scared sometimes just when I'm like by myself in the mm-hmm. dark. Well, that's a little bit different. Well, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Like if okay, if I'm like home alone, like the house is totally empty. Yeah, even with Parm. See, that's different. Now that she's here, it's it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't been in the house by yourself alone with Parm. Oh, I have. But so, it's like, better now that she's here. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's my protector. Like yeah, like she'll tell you <laughs> if the boogeyman's there. You know, she'll yeah. be acting a little different. Mm-hmm. We love mm-hmm. our little protectors. Yeah, but before that, I was a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. So now, knowing that a boogeyman could have been after me because <laughs> I was scared, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank goodness you didn't know that then. <laughs> right. <laughs> it would have only made it worse. Um, so, people have tried to, you know, really date back to the first, like, written or even oral story of the boogeyman. Um, and we don't, we don't know the exact first one, but a really early one um, this one came out of the 1500s. Um, um, so people, some people say that this is like the origin story, but we know that there were stories in the 1400s of a boogeyman. So I think this one might just be one of the first few that was written down. Anyway, um, they traced the boogeyman back to what people called um, bugbear. Okay. And so this bugbear was a creature um, in, like, Scotland and just, like, around that area. And it was this bugbear thing. It was used to describe what people would say looked like a mix between a goblin, a scarecrow, and a bear. So they called it the bugbear. And that it hunted and ate small children. Oh, my God. (sighs) Jesus. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was going to say I like that name better than Boogeyman. Bug bear. The Bugbear. Bugbear versus the Boogeyman. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sounds less menacing, but also I kind of feel like since it is so menacing and will eat children, it kind of needs to have a scary name. Yeah. So that you're yeah, I know, scared of I was, it. I thought you were going to say something not not Mm-mm. like that. <laughs> nope, nope. They, all Boogeymen pretty much love eating children. So that's not great. Not great at all. Um, another creature, um, I don't know where this one's coming out of, but it was called um, a boggy, which is pretty close to boogie man. Um, and it would translate to hobgoblin. So um, there, these hobgoblins are said to lurk around, waiting in the dark, just waiting for any children to walk by so they could snatch them up and eat them. So I don't really know... Like, we've talked about some hobgoblins before, but I always kind of pictured, I don't know what version of a boogeyman I was picturing, but it was never really a creature. It was always like a man, like an actual human man. But what I have learned to come to learn is that the boogeyman is actually a creature, like a monster or cryptid type situation. Um, So, yeah, and it just wants to eat kids. So that is just very not good. Yeah. See, like, I always pictured sort of like a person, too. So maybe 
maybe like the legend has developed over time to like now the boogeyman sort of shapeshift into like a t- person maybe maybe i don't know maybe or maybe like just in america we have like our boogeymen are just like people like or like figured yeah. as humanoid you know because yeah. most of these are none of these are in america yeah all of these are outside of america so mm-hmm. might just be our yeah. boogeyman compared to yeah. this i mean since both of us have that sort of idea yeah exactly exactly um in latin america as well as spain and portugal their version of a boogeyman is called the sack man and it's portrayed okay so now now there are boogeyman i'm glad we you brought that up at a perfect time because this one is portrayed to be humanoid the one from latin america spain and portugal so if you think like latin america that's not too close i mean that's not too far from you know north america Uh uh-huh so maybe this is why we think it's more like humanoid um but their version of boogeyman is called the sack man and it is portrayed as a man-like figure carrying a large sack and in this sack will be the kids that he has taken and he will have for dinner. <laughs> um, yeah. So. See, that isn't that like the one in Nightmare Before Christmas? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He has a sack. Mm-hmm. It's like Christmas. Yep. 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 Well, he is like literally a big sack. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure he has one too. He has like, a sack that too. he swings over his shoulder. It's really, I think so too. It's been a really long time since I've seen that movie though. Me too. People are but yelling that's at what us. I'm picturing. People are definitely yelling at us um, listening to this, who are, like, very much so fans of that movie. Um, but, oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry about it. There are truly um, so many more, like, in Germany and Switzerland. Um, oh, man. Where is it? Okay. Okay. It's called the, the Bootsmann. Um, who is, I don't know if I said that right, but I'm hoping it was close. Um, but the bootsman is said to hide under kids' beds at night or in their wardrobes and wait till they fall asleep and then come out very creepily and very slowly and then eat them. <laughs> um, God. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that the entire world believes in at least one version of a boogeyman. So I'm like, is the boogeyman what's really going to solve world peace? Like, <laughs> can we all agree that there's a boogeyman? Because <laughs> it sounds to me like everybody agrees there's something out there. Yeah. Um, it's just so, it's so interesting when there's a legend that like all countries, like everywhere around the world sort of, they came up with their own versions of it and yeah i don't like that because it makes it feel way more real yeah and this is a really bad one to feel real yeah but if you think about it like where's the proof like (laughs) kids aren't just disappearing well kids kids actually are disappearing (laughs) i mean like out of their beds at night like in eaten well i don't know but there are a lot of missing kids. I'm not guess, making jokes on those missing kids at all. At yeah. all. At all. But I'm just saying. How well, do we know? That is true. We don't know. Um, but, hold on. Let's see here. So, you know, whether he is portrayed as a man, a creature, a goblin, a whatever, none of them are good. And in no way, shape, or form do you ever want to come across 
the any versions of these boogeymen. Um, but what was so funny was that I was watching um, The Ultimatum earlier on my lunch break, which is a Netflix dating show. And which you wouldn't assume, you know, they would be talking anything about a boogeyman in there. But they literally brought up boogeyman. They were talking about the boogeyman. And I was like, that is how much the boogeyman is just so well known. Like, I'm watching this today, knowing I'm going to talk about this today on the podcast. And they were like, we need to see and make sure and check there's no boogeyman in the closet in here. And I was like, there's just no way they just said that. So <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But, um, you know. Do we do we think the boogeyman exists? What do we think? I um, really don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Speechless. I want to say no. You want to say no? Oh yeah. Okay. Well yeah. Overall, I say no. <laughs> I think people want to use it as a scare tactic. I don't really know why scare tactics. Like I don't know why we think that's a good idea for children. Mm-hmm. You know, to scare them out of their minds. At least at this level, like you can be like, hey, maybe go to timeout. Maybe not. Hi, this monster is going to come out of the darkness and eat you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I mean, a parent. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just saying I might not say that to my child. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, people back in the day, like when these legends were created and stuff, like people used to be so hard true on their kids true that's very (laughs) true like that was the least of their worries is the boogeyman they're like you better behave this thing's gonna come and eat you and i'm not helping you i'm not helping (laughs) you you're on your own kid (laughs) it's so true but yeah that's the legend of the boogeyman wow creepy Hmm. don't like him i really did not even connect the word boogie to like bogey and to like the devil like that's just so interesting because I, I never really knew where that came from. Me neither. Me neither. Because when I think of boogie, I think of a booger. Right. Me too. It's so. the only thing I think about. So and I'm like, well, he's for sure not the booger man. But right. <laughs> like, no, that's not scary. Like, Mm-mm. not scary at all. I mean, I don't want to so. be snotted mm-hmm. on, but I'd rather that than be eaten. So, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely go check out our Instagram for pictures of some boogeymen and, you know, amongst other things. And some fairy circles. Fairy circles, of course. Can't forget about the fairy circles. They're going to be way cooler than any rendition of a boogeyman. Um, We should, I wonder, it's probably not going to be on Google yet because the movie just came out. But there is one really disturbing picture of the boogeyman specifically that is burned into my memory from the movie um, that I wish we could post. But I know for a fact that it won't be on Google by the time we post it. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, when the movie comes out, though, please go watch it just alone for that one part. Oh, You'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. It's disgusting. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really burned into my memory. I Maybe I'll see it. I'm going to force you to watch it. You don't have a choice. You I was, I was telling a 5 the out of 10. No, not the whole movie. Just the clip. <laughs> okay, just the clip. Everybody else has to go watch the whole movie, though. Um. I mean, it really wasn't that bad of a movie. I just wanted more to happen. But, I mean, he's just a boogeyman, and he just likes to eat kids, so. Yeah. I can't ask much more of him. (laughs) But, anywho, go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, per usual. And if you're listening on Spotify, we always post some questions and polls 
and they're always pretty fun. So go vote if you're listening on Spotify. And I really think that might be all I have for you guys. What about you, Mm -hmm. Savannah? Yep. All right. Well, then I guess we will see you guys next week. Cue the music.